The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Contact the best authorities. Check on anything that seems to be extraordinary, no matter what it is. When you see something that's frightening, it looms large in the consciousness. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition. The Boogie Monster, podcasting the unknown. Yeah. Yeah, it's been good. You're the you're the quality control of the operation. Yeah, yeah, that's what I am. <clears throat> the glue. What's your your What's your phone say? No booze. No booze. No soda. No fast food. No sweets. Just a little reminder. <laughs> Every time I look at my phone, I'm looking at uh, where I failed myself. Didn't you? Put a tweet out that said you were drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels behind Carl's Jr. the other day. Did which I? eliminates all those things. Might have been a cheat day. <laughs> no, it's Jim Beam. Yeah, you're like, let's party. Yeah, I, almost, just, I almost hit you up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's like I was home, you know? You know how when you come home after a hard day... You like to unwind? What was your hard day, Dave? My hard, I do stuff. I went to the library, <laughs> went to the gym. Oh. I stayed up all night lurking. So you had a day off. Yeah. Your day off was your hard day. Well, my, my point is, like, uh, you know, I'm not allowed to unwind at home. Nobody's saying. Swing on by. My nope. home is right in front of Carl's Jr., though. Nobody's saying you're not allowed <laughs> to have a day off. Somebody who somebody wrote in in defense of the Carl's Jr. breakfast burger, and uh, for shame, for shame. And then Carl's Jr. liked it. Why don't you uh, Why don't you respond to any of the other times when I called you? Uh, <clears throat> See, I'm not a fan of a breakfast burger. Part of what I like about a breakfast sandwich is either the biscuit or the English muffin. You know, something like that. So the form, the conveyance, mm-hmm. like that to me. The the biscuit or the muffin is just as important as the sausage or the egg or whatever you're putting on there. So a breakfast burger, get your old bullshit. I can have your bullshit hamburger bun any time of day. This is breakfast. Well, I I just I, I like a breakfast burger. I love a fried egg and bacon on top of it. But mm-hmm. uh, Carl's Junior. Uh, doing anything uh, is a is a war crime. Don't get me wrong. I it's like, like a, a hamburger it's a class, with an egg on it. It's a class war crime. Yeah, because they're selling it to poor people. That's true. And keeping them oppressed. Don't fall for it. I like an egg on a burger. I like for lunch. I'll eat a hamburger and put an egg and bacon and all that shit. On. But for breakfast, I don't want your breakfast burger. I don't want your, you know, Cameron Ridgeway. Somebody named Cameron Ridgeway defended it. What did she have to say? It's a dude. Oh. When he just said it was good. Uh, but it's an in-shape young person, so... <clears throat> what does he know? Oh, talk to me when your feet swell with crystals within your blood. It's the boogie monster! <laughs> what's, oh. what's going on? Or when calcium deposits form in your kidney. Yeah, you want to talk oh, about... Let me know what you think about that. Then, Cameron. You're going through a legit survivalist dilemma. Man. I've you, had a rough week. You had kidney pebbles. I had kidney pebbles, and I messed up my legs all in the same week. <laughs> it was just rough. 
It's the first time I've ever had like legitimate health issues, like more than one, all at once. What do kidney stones come from? Jim Beam and Carl's Jr. I don't need. Well, I park in Carl's Jr. I don't eat the Carl's Jr. Seriously, even That's, when well, even when I'm time when it's time to be like it's cheat day or I'm fuck it I'm gonna eat whatever I ain't going to Carl's Jr. <clears throat> I'm going to make it make those calories count a little more than that. That's I've been holding off because I haven't been eating meat. And then I was at Magic Castle last night. And went, oh, man, I'm going to steak. I'm like, I'm going to get a steak. Get a steak. Don't get a steak cooked by people that work at a Magic Castle. Yeah, go to a good spot. Which, no, no knock on a Magic Castle. Their menu has stepped up the game. Mm-hmm. Which, but you don't go there for the steak. No, they make you eat food so you can yeah. go enjoy the magic. Of which, I'm del- I know Pete Holmes has an extensive bit on Magic. Mm-hmm. And that's some that is circumstantially related to the boogie monster topic, but to sit there and watch people, like just in front of your face with the rings, mm-hmm. and the guy was he was real funny. I forget his name, but he's holding them six inches from people's faces. Like, look, watch this clank, and they're together, and it's just it's it it, 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 it magic explains my belief and everything else. All right, I know that's not real, but God damn it, is that fascinating and entertaining and lets me know that the world can still surprise me. Yeah. So don't dismiss magic if you're an adult, if you're a cynical adult. Don't discredit magic. Go see it live. Don't see it on TV. It's easy to dismiss live. It's easy to dismiss in a large uh, Vegas-like setting. But if there's ever a chance uh, that, uh, that a magician is maybe coming to a comedy club, give it a shot. Wow. Well, I okay, that goes against everything. But what if it's good? Like, where else? Like, magicians have to tour. Where do they go? I don't need more dipshits taking work from me. I don't, I mean, there's yeah, a lot of weeks in the year. Well, tell that to these bookers that won't return my damn email. Are you, well, maybe the magician is undercutting you. Yeah. Because he picks wallets afterwards. Yeah, Dave Collier coming to town. Stevo can't leave can't leave well enough alone. These celebrities, dad, when wrestlers. Jesus, <laughs> people ask me, like, "Why don't you come to this city?" Because your comedy club won't return my damn email. Yeah, comedy clubs are now just serving as like this de facto theater space. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, anyway, I'm sorry, so I got into magic, but we were trying to talk about you having kidney stones. Yeah, I had another attack, yeah. man. I have about once a year, like literally about one, and it's always. Whoa, I'm just, this is all coming together. Like, it's always early spring. I had one last March. Like, what is it? I have no, I just now put that up? connection together. Is it, is it, is it Super Bowl Sunday? You've been eating, you've been having your football snacks? And then it takes like for a, a month, whole season. Take, it takes a month for it to kind of, I don't know, man. Clear out your kidney gravel in time for baseball? <laughs> About once a year. For beach, the beach season? Kidney gravel. <laughs> oh, it was a long night, though, man. My, I had my remedy, though, my remedy on hand. I yeah. have a little Tupperware, one of my little Rubbermaids. I got my emergency uh, um, kidney stone kit that we talked about with the asparagus yeah. and distilled water and all that. But uh, long night. Stayed up all night. No bathtub to sit in, though. No bathtub to sit in. Find a crick? No. no. I started just walk out into the woods and like a bear. <laughs> just... Like an old animal before he dies. <laughs> just howling. Oh. Howling with a shirt and no pants on, trying to pee. I literally was uh, – started about 8 p.m. And, How uh, do you what's, – what, what leads up to it like? It starts fairly quick, and I think I mentioned this feature of it, but every time it hits pretty quick, and you got about 10 minutes before it reaches maximum 
pain. Where, and your kidneys are like in your lower back? Yeah, lower on back. On the sides? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like, had kidney like pain. where your love handles you know, yeah. would be. Speak for yourself. Yeah, where, where mine are. Um, <laughs> but it just starts with this kind of a dull pain. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, it doesn't start, it doesn't just punch you right in the gut immediately. But it starts and you're like, oh, what's that? And at first you're like, is that a pulled muscle or mm. what's going on? And then about 30 seconds later... It, it it takes it to the next level, and you're like, oh, okay, here it is. And um, it's literally just – and there's two layers of pain. It's the – you can feel the the, um, the stone carving a path through the tissue of your kidney. Oh, so that's in a really intense pain. And at the same time, your balls just start hurting. Like it feels like – kind of like when you get kicked in the balls, but like – like if someone kicked you in the balls and then <laughs> left their foot there, like it's it, like it doesn't go away. Like Does it's this, a pressure. But uh, did we talk about how you fetishize pain? A little bit, and I got some new um, new revelations on that topic. Like that you're we'll just a non-sexual pain fetishist, but not this kind of. This is a, this is a, this, this is ba- this has gone past your threshold. Oh, this is way past. This is safe word territory. Yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> Your safe word is kidney stones. <laughs> it's a weird thing to hear yelled in a sex dungeon. Like, the whips are fine, but I think I got kidney stones. And then the dominatrix is like, well, I, what are you paying me for? You're doing this to yourself. Hey, lady, blend up this asparagus. <laughs> she just holds it in front of you? Yeah. That's the twofold yeah. torture? It's like, I can remedy your kidney stones, but I won't. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Oh man, but oh, it's it sucks. I think I told you this the first time I had it. I literally thought I was dying because it was I've, a type of pain I'd never experienced. I've, yeah, I've heard nothing but it I've, being the one of the worst pains a a man can go through. Yeah, it, it sucked. So uh, that's how I spent my Wednesday night. Just <laughs> no toilet, no bathtub, just me sitting in a van just, trying to pee into a milk jug. Oh God! While chugging. Diet Coke and distilled water and asparagus. How's your week? <laughs> Did you have to pee through a strainer, to, or do you know when it nah, comes you out? Know. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> and just hear like a little twink. Yep. I have done that before to save it. The last one I, I took a picture of. It's on my Instagram. Dig deep. No. I put a little dime for scale. You know what it looked like? It looked like um, a peppercorn. Like when you get the, it was about the size of a pepper. It's about the size of a BB, but it was kind of jagged, and oh, this one was God. dark. Oh God! But yeah, I didn't, I didn't uh, hang on to the new one. I should start a collection. I think no. I got about I think, five or six. Now. You should not start a collection. Make a necklace. <laughs> oh God! That's your personal Vietnam. <laughs> Except instead of ears, it's kidney stones. Yeah, and then. The next day, once I passed it, uh, I slept, and then uh, you know it's like, well, all right, well, yeah, I'm trying to listen to my body, like, all right, well, maybe you <laughs> like, need to get a little more serious, you know, your own personal revenant with your health. <laughs> so I went and hit my beloved Silver Lake stairs that I used to do all the time, not yeah. far from your place. It's like literally Mattachine the, Steps. Is that the name of it? So what are the, I think the first gay society in Los Angeles was founded there. That's, That's the little right. placard there that they had refurbished. Yeah, interesting. It's about uh, the equivalent of about eight or nine flights of stairs. Like going up, if you go all the way top, it's about it's like going up to a nine-story building. And I used to could be able to go over there and do like ten or twelve. Yeah, just, and I wouldn't run them. I would just nice steady walk up, 
stop for 10 seconds, catch my breath, walk down, immediately walk back up. Yeah. And I could knock out about 10 or 12, but it's been a while. Yeah, we'd hit those. They're, yeah. They're, they'll give you the business. Yeah. So I did, though. I did four. And I, got, I got a good sweat going. And uh, the next morning, my calves, I couldn't even walk. Probably dehydrated. I, I don't know what happened. A diet, bunch of Diet yeah. Coke to get all that stuff out. But like it lasted for like four days. Like the, Today's the first day that I can walk without looking like I have a disability. You were, Yeah, you turned into me. I was the one hobbling around. Yeah. And, I was literally, I, I could barely walk. We're not going to survive the apocalypse. <laughs> like all this talk about, you need to know how to set a broken leg in case it have Like we can't handle stairs. Both of us collectively have injured ourselves through just existence, because I've been I've been working out a lot lately, but I I haven't done. Rarely do I just go to the gym and exercise my calves. I do a lot of these crazy squats. Uh, I've been doing a lot of squats, like for like the last six months. That's like my leg workout. Is I'll just do uh, like wall squats and stuff. But uh, it's the first time, probably in about six months, that I've done those stairs. So no. that's the only time I ever work out the calf muscles really and uh oh my god i felt like well, i was a 110 year old man really, you really uh you, you tuned yourself up this oh, week man gotta drink more water babe. more water <clears throat> yeah more water more stretching <laughs> how are you man you you went out of town i'm good i, I probably should have had kidney stones mm-hmm. but i think i drink a lot of water yeah so i, I fl- drink a decent I fl- amount I flush it out I was good as in Jersey for St. Patrick's Day. Not as crazy as I thought. I was I was lamenting the this Jersey gig. Mm-hmm. And it was great. So thanks to the Stress Factory. Good shows. Vinny Brand's Stress Factory. Vinny Brand owns a place. He's hilarious. He's <clears throat> he's deaf, but he does crowd work. He hosts the shows, but he was twenty five minutes late to the first night of the shows. And he owns the place? Yeah, he owns it. I'll send him my avails. He's fun. I'll, yes, go, I'll, go to Jersey. I'll give you a good word for yeah. him. He's hilarious. But he'll do crowd work. But he's got hearing aids in. So I was like, ah, what do you do? Huh? Huh? That's funny. <laughs> like, the crowd work hosts too can't hear like, the answers. This is like a character. If you brought it to SNL, they'd be like, it's too, uh, it's too That's broad. Funny. It doesn't work. But he was a real fun guy, and the club was a lot of fun. Why do so much crowd work if you can't hear? Hey, I, I, you know, I don't know how to answer that. <clears throat> what else? Well, you tried to initiate our is Big Brother <laughs> listening experiment. I really confused you. <laughs> Well, what the fuck, man? All right. Well, first off, my phone's been... I have the number saved in my phone, but all of a sudden it's just saying this number's texting instead of the name that I have it saved under. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it didn't say Dave? But this time it did, but I'm like, wait, did things get really scrambled up in my oh. phone? And it's just like, hey, you mentioned on your podcast that you went to Switzerland, and my girlfriend and I were wondering what travel agent you used. Like... What the fuck? Like well, we no- talked about, we were going to start doing something like that. Pogo sticks. You said nothing about Switzerland. I thought we shot down pogo. Nobody's sticks. Nobody's used. Well, I thought Switzer- Switzerland. Switzerland. I, I'm never going to go to Switzerland. I haven't never Googled the, Switzerland. The, the, the tourism bureau of Switzerland is dumping a bunch of money in Google. Be like, hey, keep your eyes and ears open for anybody talking about. But Switzerland. pogo sticks is that? No, that's why we discredited. Mm. The pogo sticks, mm-hmm. but then you just picked a whole country. Well, I just because that was... don't, like I, this is commercial, <laughs> commercial capitalism, not just a country like so. Like Switzerland's lonely out there. Like, well, a guy and his girlfriend want to go, and also use a travel agent, which doesn't exist anymore. 
that was kind of my point. Like, what are the odds why, I would ever get those ads? Well, why did you so make if up, I did start getting Why did getting you make them? up an entirely fictitious existence <laughs> when every other text before this, if they're listening to our conversations, like, what are you doing? Ah, fucking farting in front of a Wendy's. And all of a sudden, oh, hey, uh, you mentioned on your podcast that you, my well, girlfriend and I were like... That was to tip you off, Goober. To be like, oh, clearly he's doing a thing. What thing? Oh, our thing. Yeah, okay. I was speak, intentionally speaking in language I don't normally speak to you with. I don't have a girlfriend. But it's still under Dave Stone. It's still attached to the entire conversation but, that but, we've had. But I don't think... They're not going to screw... They're not going to deduce that. Like, whoever's reading those texts aren't going to be like, wait a minute... They're just looking for words we'll and stuff. <laughs> They're just looking for words and stuff. This is the whole thing is you still think we're gonna get paid for this fucking podcast. So it's <laughs> just pages of you trying to get money. Going, what about this place? Oh, this place will give you money for podcasts. This place, then all of a sudden One place. Hey, hey Kyle, hope all is well. My girlfriend and I are thinking about taking a trip to Switzerland. I'm like, what the fuck? I thought you were kidnapped. I thought this was I thought this was code and I'm trying to read between the lines. I remember you went to Switzerland a few years ago. I like this you went so many layers deep on this shit. Now I'm like, I never went to Switzerland. I've been to France. Did he think I went to France and he thinks it's Switzerland? How drunk is he? Because it, it was only a quarter to six in the afternoon. But I don't know. You've been ripping the beam in the van. Maybe he got real loose. It was meant to be like kidnapper speak. You know? Like, wait a minute. Dave's speaking to me in a way he's not normally speaking to me. Just, is he in trouble? I just wrote back, What? <laughs> And <laughs> you reiterated, you mentioned on your podcast today that you went to Switzerland. Tant like, podcast today. The podcast that we did today, Kyle, when we talked about just, the experiment. You could have just said, hey, I'm going to try the experiment now. They would see that. Who? They. <laughs> <laughs> You're cracking up, man. Ah. <laughs> And then the third text is, God damn it, dude, I'm trying to do our experiment. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Switzerland. Ooh, chocolate watches. Yeah, you're the dummy. Just just say fucking Dr. Pepper some shit. So, Dr. So is Pepper's. That, is that our code? Yeah, yeah, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper. Okay. Let's see what happens. Okay. So I'll start texting you about Dr. Pepper. So I don't need a backstory about taking a trip or anything. <laughs> You know what? Just to keep this going, I'd love to see what you come up with. I'd love to see what else is coming up. Hey, Kyle, good to meet you at our at the annual marketing convention. You mentioned that you're starting to distribute Dr. Pepper on the Eastern Seaboard. I was wondering what kind of uh... <laughs> East Coast. Huh? I'm your East Coast guy for Dr. Pepper. Mm. Crab fishermen love. What if what if somebody dropped perfume into a Coke? That's what they love. Was that Dr. Pepper? So I, had, so I was drinking. I like Dr. Pepper. And then somebody was like, it tastes like perfume. And now every time I drink it, I'm like, it tastes a little bit like perfume. I've never noticed that. Until somebody said it and they fucked with my head. Hmm. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But anyway, so there were reports. Some people wrote in. I forget who wrote in saying they left their 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 phone next to the TV while the Spanish channel's on. Yeah, and they started getting ads for uh, Spanish stuff. <laughs> <laughs> for stuff in for no, they started getting all in Spanish stuff. So they say it's not the guy; it's, it's Google. Like that was somebody made a good point, and mm-hmm. ah, man, I'm sorry for not having the references of who made these comments. But uh, somebody named Kyle Hamilton wrote in said a quick point on Surveillance State podcast. Verizon responded to procedural subpoenas from the NSA and FBI on targeted prepaid devices. Hmm. So if you were using a Boost Mobile. So it was not carte blanche access to Verizon customer data. AT&T, however, has given wired access to their networks for several decades. AT&T is just handing it over, apparently. This is from a New York Times article that he linked. Oh. Uh, so AT&T is just letting them look at it. <clears throat> it's like, it's like, I don't know, it's like going to the library. Who checked out books on terrorism? Well, here these people did. Mm-hmm. Who checked out books on making a bomb? Except why would the library have the how to make a bomb books? Whereas the internet does have that. Man, when I was a teenager, I went to a gun show mm-hmm. in Georgia. It was like you know, every every fourth Saturday at the such and such mall, we're going to have a gun show. Yeah, and this dude was selling books like underground, like like uh, zine <clears throat> zine type books. Yeah. And he, the, I almost bought a book called How to Dispose of a Dead Body. And, like, I, I thumbed through it. And, like, it, was, it wasn't like some satire. Like, it was, like, yeah, literally, was just, like, chapter four. The elements are your friend. Why not wait till winter when blah, 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 blah. I'm like, whoa, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you almost bought that one. Just, just to, you know, just to have as a resource. <laughs> Every, I... Speaking of subpoenas, I don't want to have to go to court because of something you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just the sheer how much of this is allowed in court. Speaking of court, uh, we did have another uh, Nicole Campbell wrote in and said she uh, is a public defender in Los Angeles. Speaking of the Pinkberry case we yeah. talked about, the guy beat him with a tire iron. Jeez, he's dry. I said uh, they're driving around. Uh, the the uh, the homeless man showed the guy a tattoo which upset the pink. This is the this okay. founder of this pink is Bear? what this is what uh, the listener wrote in said. What set it off was the victim showed the pinkberry guy a tattoo which set him off. The tattoo was a guy fucking a girl doggy style. That's what upset the so pinkberry a, guy. That offended Mister Pinkberry and he beat the hell out of him with a tire. Iron. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. I don't know what's. Where did this take place? Uh, well, it happened in L.A. I'm not sure where oh. it was. Uh, it was at an off ramp wow. of one of the highways. Oh, but uh, uh, thanks for weighing in on that. Did I tell you about? Uh, 
I gotta do a I gotta give a lurking update mm-hmm. before we get into some more of these. Because there's some more people writing in about oh, this is an, another example. Sorry to interrupt you, real quick, but just mm-hmm. another example of somebody saying uh, <clears throat> the ads come up from text messages and just from talking about stuff is real. They party. This guy's a part of an axe throwing league. I did the axe throwing in Chicago. It was fun. That sounds fun. <laughs> it is fun. It, it's very. Like instead of darts, you just throw That's an axe exactly at the example of the game. It says like darts, but cooler. Clearly, like nobody's gotten hurt yet because uh-huh. as soon as they do, this place will be shut down. And yeah. it was like, yeah, we can't serve beer, but you can bring some in, and then you can just just huck axes. There's nothing official about it. Just have a plywood against a wall, and you just throw axes. Man, at that it. sounds like a good time. It is a good time. And uh, but this guy, so he was they're texting about it, but that's all of a sudden he started getting articles and stuff in his Facebook feed. Hmm. About the axe ring after texting about it. So, and also he said specifically for Dave, his girlfriend started the keto diet. Uh, she started it, and then it started coming up on the Boogie Monster podcast more and more. Maybe because that's maybe we are Big Brother. Dave's got the mobile unit. I'm back here at headquarters in the learning annex. What if we were part of the Illuminati? <laughs> Uh, he want yeah. Well, if we're if yeah, if this is the secrets, us announcing it every Tuesday. Hey guys, uh, we're a secret society. Anyway, what are your dates coming up? Dave's uh, as far as secrets. Dave's parked behind a Carl Jr. Keep that secret, everybody. Members only. Also, make sure to only access this through multiple platforms on the internet. Oh man. And, uh, Here's our email and uh, Twitter handles. Hiding in plain sight. I just want to know if there was. He wanted to share a keto recipe for his girlfriend to surprise her. Apparently, uh, it uh, gives you kidney stones. So cream cheese wanna... and salami. <laughs> I used to, oh, I love like cream cheese. Like, and you roll it up. Yeah, I dig that. I, I get it. Talked about that a few weeks ago. That was yeah. my recipe. Oh yeah, but yeah. I, I, but I cut you off to do this one. Oh no, Sorry no, that's fine. That. Uh, You've been lurking. You've been, been out patrolling. Been, been lurking. I've been. I don't know. I, I don't. I'm not sleeping well, so I stay up real late and uh, trying to mm-hmm. trying to get my steps in. Yeah, you know, I go on late night walks, like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. Okay, and I'm already in kind of questionable neighborhoods. And, yeah, uh, just just lurking and creeping and. Uh, Found caught a dude, scared. Walked up on a dude. Was it three or four nights ago? Uh, caught him uh, jacking off in his car. What scared the shit out of him? All right, I'm parked. I mean, what was this it, really t- teenager? Nah, he looked early twenties. <clears throat> I I, uh, I saw the car pull up uh, when I was I was doing big laps around the area that I was parked yeah. in in this like industrial part of town. And uh, I was doing doing a couple laps, and uh, I saw him because it's it's a very isolated road. There's not a lot of cars because it's just just warehouses and stuff. So usually there's nobody back there but me. So I saw this car pull up, and I didn't think much of it, and I just walked past him. And uh, about ten minutes later, I had made my lap and come back around, yeah. and I was walking up behind him, and he had his windows down. He's driving like a old an Oldsmobile, like an early '90s Oldsmobile. And he had his windows down, and he had his seat leaned. He was in the driver's seat. His yeah. seat leaned all the way back, and I could, I'm walking up behind him. And, he, of course, he doesn't see me. And I could see <laughs> he's got his cell phone up. Oh, okay. And the first thing I hear is is the porn. <laughs> I, could, I could hear porn coming from his cell phone. 
And then I get a little closer, and dude's just going to town. And uh, his windows rolled down, so I walked like right up to his passenger side window, <laughs> and I just went, "Get it, dude!" <laughs> now, now you give the guy a stigma. Eh. What? You, you went to a quiet place. It's my neighborhood. This is where I live. <laughs> this is where I jerk off in my yeah. car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are, you, what are you getting at this guy for? You're sitting there dealing with your moaning with your piss pebbles, <laughs> but this guy can't rub one out. No. Also, not what, on my block. What What are you trying to ruin the upholstery of your car? I don't know. There's like you can't just use a bathroom. Yeah, go into the woods like wanna, a normal person. You want to just change it up? I, I mean, well, I was a younger man. I, could, I, I remember the idea, like, just want to change it up once in a while. But, yeah, and uh, I don't know why I had his change windows down. Background. But, man, the dude did, like, like I scared the shit out of him. Like, he well, did that, like, yeah. quadruple take. His, he dropped his phone. Yeah, he did. But I just went, get it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Two o'clock in the morning, just some dude. Poor just fella. Just can't, ca- can't catch a break. Got to go no. all the way there. Mm-hmm. Just to have a, a peaceful one-off. No, not on my block, buddy. And then uh, respectable people live around here. No, they don't. Yeah, You're I do. Not respectable. I'm respectable. Dave. You're not respectable. I'm, I'm keeping that block safe, man. I'm lurking. I found some pedestrian tunnels. I creeped around this pedestrian tunnel under the five, under the five freeway. Real creepy. Just hanging out two in the morning, just waiting. You know, see, see, see who comes by. Night stalker. <laughs> I am. I'm the night stalker, but like, gonna get, I don't, gonna, I don't kill There's going to be a neighborhood anybody. watch because of you. Hey, I'm... You're going to start making your way into police sketches. I'm watching the watchers. I don't know what happened, but this guy sure does walk around a lot at mm-hmm. night. Now it's you made fun. You made an enemy out of the guy just trying to have a, a peaceful crank off. Yeah. At least roll your windows up, dude. Well, what? People are trying to exercise around here at 2 in the morning in Industrial to, Park. People are trying to walk around like creeps in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. It's fun, man. It's fun lurking around at night. Because like I said before, I'm not out doing anything wrong. I'm not trying to... No, I'm a, I'm a good guy. But I still <laughs> creep around just seeing what's going on. I'm not, a peep, I'm not peeping in Tom and I'm not doing anything. Just, but, you know. You just be careful out yeah, there. Yeah, I'm fine. Well, it's good. I'm, I'm, we're all concerned for you. Me, the listeners... Uh, I'm good. Uh, so I think that. Well, we also I want to talk about. All right, so our Big Brother experiment. Somebody mm-hmm. had a good suggestion about just one of us should like disconnect all our uh, Facebook, like disconnect from Facebook. That's that's what does. Everything routes through Facebook. Mm-hmm. Everything. Log in with Facebook. Log yeah. in with Facebook. I never do that. So I I think that's the obvious connection why Facebook it is all of a sudden has like if your microphone's on with Instagram or whatever to make videos and that filters through Facebook maybe that's how it gets over there. Hmm. You know. And I don't ever link anything through Facebook, but that, I feel like that could be some of the routing that explains yeah. some of the routing. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> with what they were ta- we were talking about last week, how all these devices are already listening to you anyway mm-hmm. and watching you. Yeah. I, I I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't. I'm not happy with that kind of thing. <laughs> um, somebody else was talking about surveillance state. Uh, oh yeah, that was the, the, the axe throwing thing. But um, 
All right, so we talked about that. Today's National Puppy Day. Yeah. Which just isn't so much conspiracy, but I have a problem with... I don't have you a, got problem a problem with, with puppies, I man. don't have any problem with puppies. I fucking love animals. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with every day being something now. True. And now through, through some research, found out that you can go to the National Day calendar and pay money to create your own holiday. Really? So that's why every day is some... Some days there's even two things. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't talk about this in the moment, but it was National Biscuits and Gravy Day. And no, I didn't pay to have that done. National Day calendar. Yeah, you didn't. And so if anybody should have, it should have been you. Yeah. But then I call bullshit on all this stuff. Like that you could just, this was it. National Day calendar. And you get a press release, annual inclusion, and a daily post on the website. A media alert sent out to 20,000 broadcasters. So they're just forcing it in. They're just forcing these things in. There. They're not real. It's something else for just, shitty morning radio DJs to talk about. Eh, today is National Puppy Day. Uh, is that? Which, ugh. You know what the worst uh, morning radio fodder is? This day in history. This day in history, the Tweaky was first yeah. sold in... Blah, blah, blah. I, I never, I never, re- somebody explained to me how, like, like how long is a morning show on the air? Six to ten? Yeah, usually four hours. And a lot, some of them play music, but a lot of that, them don't. So, they so get a lot of for stuff the majority of that four hours, yeah. outside of advertising and everything. And I used to be a morning radio yeah, DJ. You're coming with original programming every day. Mm-hmm. So I used to be like, I can't stand these guys. But then I realized how much. Of just caffeinated blabber that yeah. has to be interesting to somebody. Yeah, works. So that I, I that through somebody explained that to me, I gained more respect for morning radio people, especially now everybody listens to fucking dumb old podcasts with a couple of assholes talking about <laughs> ghosts. Um, but DJs after that, I, I I wish them like the leftovers. If 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 the leftovers happened, but it was just uh, rock and roll DJs. I don't know if the world would notice. I think it'd just be like, what's "Oh, your, what's your problem with rock and roll?" DJs? I got to hear all, the whole song. Yeah, my same problem with the hitting the poke. Talked about yeah. it before. Yeah. Oh, you know how you know how Slash uh, created the intro to "Sweet Child of Mine," and it's a beautiful classic piece of electric guitar. That's not for you to speak over. You're true. You're, classic rock DJs are not supposed to do that. For that exact reason, because classic rock fans hold those intros a little I, more dear. I don't see their purpose in the world. I don't mm. see rock DJ's purpose in the world now. Mm. Shazam, as much as I hate Big Brother and things monitoring, mm-hmm. God bless Shazam. Yeah. Let me know, in spite of myself, that I'm a Bruno Mars fan. Four songs. All right, yeah. let me sneak around. I don't hear new music anymore. You know what I hear new music here at the, like, the Levi's store? Yeah. You know where you should hear new music? Where? On the gravy boat. Where I, where I hit the post. Good. You know what? Every time I hit the post, I think, fuck Kyle. I hit that I'm post. I'm never going to listen to it now. Yeah. I haven't listened to it, it's, and I'm never going to listen to it. It's not for you. This is for, <laughs> it's for people who like having music they hold close uh, uh, barfed all over. No, I do hit the post, but when, when it makes sense. Kidney Stone. When it on makes the gravy sense. Boat. There are certain songs that either the intro is just too loud and aggressive that you don't want to try to scream over that, or. 
a classic song. I totally get that. But some songs are tailor-made for that. Just a nice little 12-second little jingle-jangle intro. I want to talk that yeah, up. Yeah, I'm sure that's what they did in the studio. For efficiency. I'm sure that's what they did in the studio. Hey, everybody. Uh, on the count of four, this is the part that I hope somebody talks over. Let's tune up. Let's make sure. Let's make sure uh, we spent uh, a lot of time on the road. It makes it flow, pr- man. Practicing. It makes our it flow. instruments. So uh, some fucking you swim in the music. Caffeinated, lonely, swim in the music. Can blabber over our efforts. It all. It all. When done you know, right, all follow, those little I, elements I make for a good radio. A, I want to follow a rock DJ around personally and just play guitar licks every time they start trying to have a conversation. Uh, Cheryl, you know, I just think we've been together for three years, and uh, and it's just I just I cherish you, and I just can't imagine ever seeing a life without you. Cheryl, will you wheelie wheel wow wow? Oh, is that annoying? I'm sorry. Did that interrupt something you were trying to do? It, it, I also called you Dave Kidney Stone right there as a. I didn't even lady. catch that. Yeah. That's a good. That's was, better than dangerous, Dave. Dangerous, Dave. What's, dangerous, Dave. Kidney stones. <laughs> what's up? It's kidney stone. <laughs> no, nah, man. I do it. I do it well. I do it well on the gravy yeah, boat. I, I know when to hit the post and when not to hit the post. I apologize. I, I said that to be hurtful. No, that's about okay. That I haven't listened to the gravy boat. No, that's fine. I've still been listening to um, the five songs from. Insane Clown Posse. That I exactly. It's hard to compete ago. with that. You know, I know that some of the songs. There's that so I'm, many layers to I hear something different every time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I can't uh, hold your attention when you're balls deep in the Insane Clown Posse. Ain't nobody talking over my shit on an iTunes mix. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I had a problem with the National Day calendar. I had a problem with the International Star Registry. One of my earliest jokes, not earliest, right after I came to town that I was proud of and it didn't get the laughs because it was too sad. Was I was fascinated with uh, the International Star Registry, and I actually purchased a star. Did you? And uh, yeah, and I named it um, Hopes and Dreams because just like that star, my hopes and dreams also burnt out many many years ago. Uh, big fan of that joke. It's an early joke, right? Big fan of that joke. That's yeah, long way I, to get to that punchline. I know it wasn't yeah. a great joke, but I, I thought it was technically proficient. It's good. It had some science in it. <laughs> Like when a joke's got science and you're still like, that's funny. I'm trying to do a new joke about the golden record and about how Chuck oh, Berry's yeah. Johnny B. Good is on there. And I've just been calling him a piss demon, which is a, which is a, Ooh, <laughs> caused some people to say too soon. I'm like, ah, the dude videotaped women uh, without their knowledge in a bathroom. So yeah. fine. Okay. How many, how many hit singles are worth a woman's privacy being violated. Tell me that much. Tell me that. How much do we get to ignore of uh, artistry, or how much? How many? How much criminal activity do we get to ignore? How good of an artist or athlete do you have to be to when you've uh, professed, professionally achieved your way out of uh, being a fucking piss demon? It's true. It's hard to argue that. So, and they're good songs, yeah. but also. Uh, I'm sure there's a few ladies in uh, St. Louis, Missouri who would disagree, who yeah. attended his uh, restaurant. Yeah, like some of the consensual stuff, as weird as it is, and I don't want to, I don't have the stomach to get into it now, but there's an old urban legend about. You the, don't have the stomach? The, the, the glass coffee table. I don't want to talk about that. Who was that? Who had that? Chuck Berry. Oh, yeah? What did they do? Just shit on it? Uh, 
I'm talking about that shit on the coffee table. But, uh, you know, whatever you're doing, no matter how weird, whatever you're doing, you know, consensually, you know, that's not for me to judge. But, yeah, the whole vi- the installing the videotape. If Chuck Berry was consensually cameras. watching women shit on a glass coffee table, that I'll put on his greatest hits right now. <laughs> I think Good into- for you, you weirdo. Ugh. Good for you being weird consensually. Yeah, but my, that's my point. When it crosses yeah. over into... Putting in cameras and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. Look, look up his uh, criminal history. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Who was Maybelline? Was it the the, the underage woman you transported across state lines? He says that she told him she was twenty one. <laughs> Maybe it's pedophilia. Maybe it's Maybelline. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> oh boy. I was like saying maybe it's Burger King instead of maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Burger King. I did. I, I did play a Chuck Berry song on the last Gravy Boat. Did and you? I because did you? But I feel you know it's like, and I even asked this question on the show, like the the dilemma of, you know, do we judge him judge an artist based on their offstage transgressions? People, well, people have faults. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, what was I talking about? How. Oh, when they yell about a politician flip-flopping. It's like, well, maybe the politician learned something. Yeah. And eventually, you know, came, you know, gained knowledge and grew as a human being. <clears throat> and not that I'm the def- – like the whole Jeff Sessions things about how <clears> – <throat> oh, yeah, in the 60s it was uh, – was, uh, was it Martin Luther King's widow that wrote <clears throat> the <clears throat> excuse me, wrote the letter about how he should not be uh, – Supreme Court judge at the time. I'm screwed. Oh. She wrote a letter about him being racist in, in the 60s. About Jeff Sessions? Yeah. Okay. Now, do you allow someone to claim that they've changed 50 yeah. years later? Mm. Like, when did, like, yeah. Is that flip flopping? Or is that like, oh, maybe again, that person grew and learned things and learned the error of their ways? I don't think so. I think, I mean, obviously, there are. Our standpoints politically, I think people are aware of mm-hmm. uh, on this podcast. But it is like the, the thing we were just reading here about somebody vandalized a, uh, a marriage should be between a man, man and a woman bus in New York. Mm-hmm. And they broke the windows and spray painted on it like, you know, like, like, you know, trans rights matter, which as much as I agree with that stuff. That's vandalism. Yeah. It is free speech. That, that, I remember my dad telling me this about something early on. Like, free speech isn't here to protect the stuff that you believe in. It's also here to protect the stuff you don't believe in. Yeah, it's everybody loves free say. speech until it's something they disagree yeah. with. Yeah. So that bus has a right to say that. Yeah. And then by vandalizing it and destroying it, it's like, well, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot with the cause I want to support. True. Because you're, you're doing this the wrong way. True. Um, but I understand why it's heated, and I think it's a complete dog shit thing. That well, marriage is between a man and a woman. <laughs> yes, and it's going great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your fifty percent yeah. failure rate <laughs> is crushing it. Traditional marriage. Going back to like the Chuck Berry thing, though, that's that's something I've always thought about. Like being a music fan and a sports fan. Like, for example, I'm a boxing fan. Mm-hmm. One of the best boxers who ever lived. Was Mike Tyson, yeah, and I love seeing like his old highlights. Every now and then, like mm-hmm. ESPN Classic or somebody will post something like some of his early fights, and those highlights are just amazing. But the guy was 
convicted of rape. That, you know so what? So it's like, do you, and it's hard to internally separate. Like, ah, I despise it, what he did off state or off field or whatever. But like, man, I you know, football players, basketball what, players, musicians, what, Bill Cosby. Yeah. What about all this shit? Like Bill Cosby being taken down, all this stuff being taken down. But I've seen these like these Mike Tyson shirts. This year, it's like a fashion thing, and they put out a cartoon with them and stuff. Like, hold on, where's the outrage over Mike Tyson? Convic- and somebody's like, well, he did his time. Okay, but w- so is it just the fact that people got away with it, and that's what's upsetting? It, over all the outrage of everything else, how is it like people just like, bad ah, Mike Tyson, he's one of the greatest boxers. Like, yeah, he, he's a rapist. Of all the other outrage, how is he just getting passed? How is, that, is, how is nobody blinking at... The Mike Tyson fashion line and cartoon and celebrated one man show on HBO and all this stuff. Making cameos just, in big budget yeah, comedies. Yeah, like where did that get okay? But then we're how how dare Casey Affleck accept an award because he uh crawled into bed with a woman uh drunk. That's uh abhorrent and we he didn't. He still won the fucking award, but people, you know, making a stand. Which I agree that ter- the behavior is terrible, but I don't understand why Mike Tyson is getting this pass, yeah. except for the fact that maybe he's crazy and he's outside uh, the learning annex right now. And he's going to kill us. But uh, is it just a- time? Does, is it time? Like, well, if it's time, then why is uh, Jeff Sessions getting put through the ringer uh-huh. over uh, uh, being unfit to be a, a judge or whatever in 1967? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why I was like, like. I always argue like, oh, we always there's always this exemption for athletes and for artists that be like, oh, it's just they're so misunderstood and it's so much pressure. But uh, fucking uh, auto mechanic hits his wife, lock that son of a bitch up. You know what? You need more than uh, a football player is an auto mechanic. Why are we uh, uh, making exemptions for great rich point. people? To make who make other people richer, but not people who maybe would need the forgiveness because they're necessary parts of everyday living. Hmm. And it doesn't excuse the behavior. No. I think apply the same rules to one as you do to the other. Fucking football player beat his wife, you go to jail. You mm-hmm. go to jail. Mm-hmm. Or if he gets off because, you know, oh, but, you know, he really is making a lot of people money. Well, guess what? The auto mechanic keeps everybody getting to work on time. He's the best auto mechanic here. Well, that's pretty off-putting, seeing as he's a wife beater. Yeah, fucking exactly. Same standards for everybody. But it's not. If you have money, you get you get out of jail. Yeah. That was the jinx. They got, that dude in the jinx got away with chopping a guy up. Jeez. He had lawyers that were that good. Like, if you're good at being a lawyer, you're terrible at being a human being, it seems. What? In- no offense to the woman who wrote it and talked to him, who was kind enough to listen to the show and also tell us the details on it. But you could be, no, you could be a lawyer for good. There are good oh, Of course. Lawyers. Yeah. yeah, it's good lawyers, I, I assume. And I'm sure there's like a couple football players who aren't rapists. <laughs> Yeah. I like I do a joke too. Like I like football players, real murderers, and rapists. But anyway, Bukowski's just misunderstood. Really, when he uh, kicked his girlfriend during an interview on camera, on camera. he's just a misunderstood artist. Yeah. Oh, fucking uh, what well, Roman Polanski? He's just you know, yeah. just, the mind works in a different way, and you know, he's embracing the innocence of the child that he had sex with. It's like yeah. no, fuck these guys. You can't cherry pick morality. <laughs> fuck this whole tortured, uh, the whole tortured Bukowski thing. He really just said it how it is. Oh yeah, he kicked women on video. But mm-hmm. you know, let's let's honor him. Let's no. What a what a fucking true artist. 
Well, where do we go there? We're already at forty-seven minutes. What have we talked about? We're gonna we're gonna discuss uh, flat Earth. Yeah, because someone uh, we're well, we're trying to catch up on some emails today. Yeah, uh, because we're both really bad at doing that in real life as far as responding to the Gmail. It's in the news with the basketball players bringing up. Shaq just today said he was joking about it. Yeah, and uh, I guess I guess we just kind of saw this email yesterday. So I'm not. I want to talk about this, but I don't know anything about it yet. Uh, I think maybe next week we'll, we'll delve deeper into We're it. We're teasing but, it. We're teasing but, it. This uh, is a catch-up episode. We're teasing it. Man, <laughs> about a year ago is the first time I ever heard of the Flat Earth Theory. S- same here. Uh, is our buddy Ryan Singer, who hosts a great podcast, which we've talked about. Mm-hmm. But uh, we were just sitting around one day, and he was like, yeah, did you hear about the Flat Earth thing? I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, and I'm like, I know I can deduce what you mean, but like, I was blown away that that's even that was even a topic of conversation amongst a group. Yeah, of people. I thought that was the whole. Oh, Columbus was so brave mm-hmm. for so like the ocean blue. Yeah, and in recent weeks, it's getting more and more attention due to the athletes. Uh, started with Kyrie Irvin. You know who Kyrie Irvin is? No. He is a point guard for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. Um, point of reference. Have you ever seen – you probably haven't, but a couple of years ago he did a couple of amazing commercials, uh, Nike commercials, where they dressed him up like an old man. They put like really Hollywood grade <coughs> oh, prosthetics on commercials, yeah. And he looked like a 75-year-old man. Yeah. And he's going out playing pickup games, basketball games with just the neighborhood guys. And it looks – I mean, it could have completely all been staged. Yeah. But, like, it looked legit in the sense that the other guys weren't aware of the joke. But he starts off, you know, yeah. selling it really good. Like, oh, I'm a 75-year-old man. And just, and just shooting terrible. Yeah. And then slowly he just starts really – you know, he's yeah. one of the best basketball players yeah. in the world. So, anyway, great commercials. You should definitely check those out. They're hilarious. Right. But, yeah, uh, he just came out a couple weeks ago and was like, yeah, I believe in the flat earth theory. And there's still speculation on if he was just kind of they're all just being goofy. Yeah, just being goofy. I about think it. basketball players are tall and they have a different perspective on the <laughs> landscape, and so I'm w- willing to listen to them. And then now Shaq has come out, uh, big Shaq. Maybe he was joking. I just saw a thing that said he was. He, oh, did he, he say was, he was joking? He was fooling, yeah, yeah. Shaq's always a fooling. What's he going to tell us that those uh, general insurance commercials are a joke? How much? How everybody else is getting giant endorsement deals, and Shaq <laughs> is just icy hot. Icy and, hot and general, general insurance. <laughs> like, oh man, fucking Shaq just signing stuff without reading it. Shaq just—he'll say yes to anything. And sidewalk chalk, and <sighs> he thinks he's so funny too. He's—he's <laughs> amused RC by himself. Cola. You're not that funny, Shaq. I like Shaq. He but, seems fun, but. A little of him goes a long way. Uh, I tell you who I do like. I like Charles Barkley. That dude's yeah. hilarious. They they do the TNT NBA show together. Yeah, and they're always kind of chirping at one another, picking on one another. <laughs> but man, Barkley's Charles Barkley's got more comedic timing than most sitcom actors. Yeah, like he's he understands funny. Where Shaq is just amused by himself. But yeah. Barkley's got timing. He understands what what a good joke is. But yeah, so anyway, Kyrie Irvin came out, then Shaq, I guess so apparently that's uh he he said he was just joking. But then there's this rapper, you know BOB? No. Me neither. Uh, 
<laughs> some rapper B.O.B. Uh, I think he even mentioned it in a recent song. He's talking about the flat earth theory in one of his new new jams. Is it a joint or a jam? Uh, I, I don't know, man. His, his hot new track. You know. And then uh, you know who I Tila Tequila. Who? Well, she her fifteen just, minutes up. She's just crazy. She's a Nazi now too. Yeah, I heard something about that. What is that? She took a picture with a Nazi armband or no, something. No, she's just she's just desperate to stay in the focus. Oh God! All these reality people need to just. I was like, was, take their own. What lives. was the Simpsons? What was the Simpsons like? Like. We thought the kid that ate worms was cool. And then they cut to him. He's got the worms in his mouth. He's like, my 15 minutes are up. <laughs> that's Tila that's Tequila right now. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but I've been hearing a little bit about it just in the peripheral. And I haven't really sunk my teeth into it. But one of the arguments that I keep hearing that people, the flat earth believers, they're just like, there's no curvature in the earth. The earth's flat. Where's the curve? <sighs> They keep talking about where's the curvature and how what obviously what we've all been taught is a lie and yeah and just man I don't know but like there's a lot of stuff out there can't saying that eh, this is this we can we need to at least talk about this so uh, we got to do some research I mean let, well it. I think both of us don't believe in it but let's explore instead of just me as I've been criticized of doing dismissing it early. Uh-huh. We'll hear it out. Let's entertain it. I do like the bigger umbrella of don't necessarily believe everything you were taught or told, you know. Yeah. Because, like, even though, and I'm not out of the gate saying I'm a flat earth theory believer, but just in so much of the scientific stuff, like, I mean, I can't tell you why the earth is round. I, I have zero, almost zero knowledge and facts and evidence in my brain right now to convince you that the Earth is in fact round. The reason I think that, and I've always thought that, because that's what I was taught, and it, and it makes sense to what limited capacity I have for some of that physics and astronomy and stuff. It's like, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense, but that's about where it ends. It's because I was taught that, and that's what we've been led to believe as a culture. So what, yeah. Well, then, these are the points I want to hear addressed. You were looking into it. I haven't looked into it. <clears throat> Explain why the sun sets and rises on opposite sides of the horizon. Uh, explain why winter happens when the earth tilts on its axis and is affected in the northern and southern hemispheres. I mean, these are just basic scientific yeah. questions that I would use to say you're full of shit uh, <laughs> for the earth being flat. I think any airline pilot, I want to know one airplane, airline pilot is like, yeah, it's, it's flat. Well, one, I how, did, how did people fly around the world? I, I you don't fly around a flat surface. I did read one guy's argument where, speaking of planes, that mm-hmm. if his theory is, you know, if the world is round, the Earth is round, then when you're flying a plane, there would be curvature. Like, you would dip that plane every so often. Like, mm-hmm. it wouldn't fly in a straight line yeah. as far as, like, height level. Like, you would be, you know, following the curvature mm-hmm. of the Earth. But and no. he was talking about how that's planes don't do that. No, because planes fight the same amount of gravity at all time. Okay. 
you fight gravity and you maintain your altitude at a constant by fighting that level of gravity. It's not like gravity stops and you would just careen into space. Uh-huh. If the Earth curved downward, you curve downward with it because you're maintaining 35,000 feet through all the mechanics and lift and science. Well, he's saying that uh, planes don't curve downward. That guy's fucking <laughs> dumb. He's dumb. I don't care if he's got doctor in front of his name. We'll get into he's it. He's fucking stupid. Another this is thing be I an saw. An interesting episode because yeah. for once I feel very confident. Yeah, about and I do too. Like that, eh, don't do it I'm like dumb. But I want to hear their case. I want to hear why flat Earth theory believers feel that way. Yeah, like I, I want to hear. This, some of this. this is why I'm like, how? Like it seems like somebody's just trying to be difficult. <laughs> just contrarian for the sake of it. Yeah, that's what this is feeling like. Um, another thing I saw briefly was they were talking about images of earth like we never see like apparently most of the images of earth that we see from satellites and from the iss or whatever yeah um are compiled they're a bunch of different photographs kind of puzzled together um and i guess you would justify that by saying well i don't i don't know anything about distance and photography but we don't get the camera high enough to see the whole thing. Anyway, they were talking about images of the Earth, yeah. and apparently, and of course, this image I'm about to talk about could be doctored for this purpose, but they found some images of Earth where the cloud patterns, you can tell, have been copy and pasted. Like, oh, this cloud pattern okay. is an exact replica of the this cloud pattern, you know. All right. So I'm talking about how they've doctored some of these photographs. These I think if you just go and look at the ocean, you could see the curvature of the Earth. <clears throat> can you? Go to the beach, and you can see if it's clear enough on the curvature of the Earth. Or is that just your perspective? Because that's a great question, but I, did, I also saw this. That question was posed in this thing I was reading. But then they said, all right, for example, go to, the, go to Santa Monica, go to the beach, Watch a, a boat just drift 20 miles off, mm-hmm. and then eventually it would disappear, right, from your naked eye. Yeah. But then and, – but, and also when you're seeing it drift off, you feel like it is going – following the curvature of the earth. But apparently in that moment, if you were to whip out binoculars or a telescope, you would now the, – the ship would yeah. still be in view, but it's not dipping and curving. It's still going straight. So the theory being that's just your initial perspective that the ocean is curved. I don't. All right. Well, I'm uh, all right, but like I, I want to hear. I, I would like yeah. to hear one argument that makes me have any doubt. And people who do believe in the flatter theory also, I guess, uh, one of the their arguments as far as like how come you don't fall off? Like if the Earth is flat, then why? Don't, they're like there's a giant ice wall in Antarctica. <laughs> That's kind of bookending. Get fucked. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. We'll get into it next week. I want to hear what some of these goofballs are talking about. Uh, all right. I will say I don't know if, you know, Kyrie. I would, no, this is in, this an interesting. Let's try. Let's try and convince mm-hmm. ourselves. Well, not even convince ourselves. Or I just, just try and find an argument that we have a yeah. hard time going up. Against. Like with any of these topics, I just want to hear, you know, if you're a proponent of, of XYZ, let me hear what you got. You know, I want to hear your case. So. so, so nobody's ever flown around the world. Surely, they nobody's have, ever right? sailed around the world. Uh, round. I mean, yeah. 
It's even I mean, that would that around. would debunk it immediately, right? If, yeah. If you took a cross country, the word country, around cross country meant to go the, the round way. You mm-hmm. went around a thing that's round. Yeah. How would they justify that? Because that's been done. Yes, in balloons and boats and planes. So that right there should debunk it immediately, right? I wonder. <laughs> Fucking everything should debunk it. Basic science and common sense hmm. should debunk it. Interesting. So, yeah, we'll get into that. But I'm curious if I can be have in anything, have my standpoint dented a little bit. <laughs> um, well, let's see. What do, what do we want? We want to plug? I want to throw out a new segment. You want to throw – oh, okay. I guess we're Kinda. not going to pre-approve this with me, but Dave wants to do a new segment, everybody. I want to do a new segment. It doesn't have to be a weekly thing. What's but every now segment? and then, I feel like as a society, it's important that we revisit some of these basic life techniques, okay? These basic fundamentals of how to be a normal human being. Like let somebody jerk off in their car in the <laughs> middle of nowhere because they're not hurting anybody? You were talking last week about – Road rage, yeah, and how you hope somebody died. Yeah, I'll, cur- I'll curse people. Yeah, I got I got a pretty severe case of road rage myself. I don't, yeah, I don't wish anybody dead, but uh, I don't know, man. Pe- I, Los Angeles is getting to me. I guess now that I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm just always in my car. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna. It's not like you're gonna break from it. <laughs> um, all right, just some basic driving techniques that we need to remember. All right, I'll just do one today. I got a whole list. That I want to talk about. Well, I guess it's a weekly I'll, segment I'll now, Dave, one. so I'll, save them. I'll just do one. Or you want me to just mow through a few? Yeah. doesn't have to be a weekly thing. But Let's I just, just see. What do you got? What's the first one? Don't block driveways. All right? That's just the law. Jeez. I think your driving tips are the law, Dave. Of course. but are you we, just telling people the law? We need to adhere to the law. People got their head up their ass. When you're stopped in traffic at a red light, be mindful of the driveways, especially to your right. If someone's trying to make a left turn, don't block. And I don't mean. Driveways or streets? I don't even mean. No, I'm both. Business driveways, you mean? Business driveways. I don't mean Aunt Smith's driveway. I mean, you know, the Burger King driveway. Or the do whomever. Your, do you call your aunt by her last name? The, that was her first name. Uh, no, that was just a terrible example. Um, <laughs> I, wonder, I want to know if anybody aunt Smith. has referred properly to their... <laughs> I feel like... Well, that goes with grandma, because there's grandma's last name. Yeah, because so you have two grandmas. That's Okay. But, you're, but ants. In my mind. When they're I'm, so proper. Anyways, go on with what you're upset But just about. don't block the Burger King driveway. Don't block the grocery store driveway. Don't side streets, whatever. But, like, people on these main roads, they just, they're blind to the fact that there are other streets if and driveways around them. Get if it says do not ass. cross because it's a street, all right. But if it's a Burger King. People, just people never, what? they never think of that. All right. Because but, everything has a driveway. Just, Every building has driveways. If you don't block driveways, then traffic is five times longer than you think it is. Everybody's just not blocking. Driveways. If I'm sitting here in the Gelson's parking lot trying to turn left out onto the road and traffic starts to clog up in front of me because there's a red light down there. Oh, when you're, you're filing you're in. If, you, if somebody's there trying to make it. I'm saying when I'm trying to make a left space. turn out of a place. All right. I get And okay. traffic has slowed to a stop. On that road, give them space. Give me space to. You're stopped anyway. 
You're stopped at a red light anyway. All right. Keep that space open so I can make a damn left turn. Right. This happens okay. every day. I'll tell you one more thing. Okay. Mind the gap. Mind the gap. When you're that? at a red light and it's 12 deep, everybody scoot the fuck up. Everybody bring it in. Mind the gap. Tighten it up. Is that what mind the gap means? Mind the gap. That's what I mean. Does that just mean pay attention to gaps? Yeah. Because they use it for the subway or the tube yeah. in London. Really? And it means don't trip over the little space between the train and the platform. But I think it just is a general purpose. If there's be. a gap. Maybe I just made that up. Mind but I'm it. saying there's a gap. There doesn't need to be 45 feet between two cars who are parked at a stopped at a red light. All right. All right. Scooch it up. And then on that topic, worked up here. if you're the first car, I'm at a red light. Okay. And there's two lanes this way, two lanes that way, whatever. I'm at a red light. I'm the first car. Right. And I'm in the right lane. But I want to go straight. It's a red light. Whatever. Yeah. Maybe be mindful of that guy behind you who might be trying to turn right. At that red light, maybe scoot up a little bit so this guy can come up and make that right-hand turn while we're all stopped here for 45 seconds. I don't feel like I'm articulating these uh, as no, well as I should. It just, it just seems like these are very specific things that happened to you today. They are. Okay. All right. But uh, they happen a lot. I'm going to say. And we need to think about these things when we're driving because we talked about this, but we I don't drive every day. I don't think this is going to make it to a weekly segment, Dave. No, no offense. I'm going to veto doesn't have to be a weekly segment. Grandpa Dave. Occasionally, people need to hear this. Grandpa Dave got cut off on the way to the hardware store again, and now we got to hear about it. <laughs> like, I think, I mean, you can vent to me. People need think, to hear that. The same way I vented on I, an earlier episode, when, when I let you in, throw up a thank you wave. I won't start on that again. Throw up a thank you wave when someone does something nice out there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't like what we've become. Let's see. We'll see if we can get uh, Caltrans to sponsor the podcast since you're really out there helping, <laughs> trying to make traffic move smoother for everybody. It's worse now than ever because, and I know I sound like a grandpa, <laughs> but everybody's texting and driving, everybody, and I'm guilty of all that too. Yeah. But don't forget your first priority behind the wheel is just <clears throat> A, safety, but then B, just being not being a shitty driver. You know, open your eyes, look well, around, I, I get did your head out of argument. your phone. I did have the same argument uh, with uh, when my parents were. I'm like, no, everybody's just got their head up their ass. Like when you know somebody's going to, you're trying to make a left and the light's yellow and then it's red and you know somebody's, like I had time to like get and hang out of my window and flip somebody yeah. off because I knew they were blowing a red light. That's L.A. driving. I, I agree. I just, <clears throat> I, I don't think. I think a lot of people don't realize or even know some of this stuff. I realize it. They're just they don't people. Know to they're, not they're, drop, to block selfish. a driveway. Do you, have, do, you, do you have a recipe, Dave? I do Can have a recipe. talking about something you like? <laughs> I do have a recipe. Can we get you? Okay, why don't you steer us into some flavor? <laughs> Try that. Well, a segue. That's a good radio segue. That's pretty good. Dave's drive time recipes steering us into flavor town. <laughs> you know what I love that I always forget about? It's a great setup, Dave. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, this could pretty much be anything. What is it, Dave? I always forget about egg salad. Oh, man, I love egg salad. Love egg salad. I always forget to make it. Like, I make it twice a year, and every time I make it, I'm like, this is great. Why don't I do this more often? I just had, like, a bunch of hard-boiled eggs that you mm -hmm. had to throw out because yeah. you forgot to make it. One time I made, like, five pounds of it. 
That's too much. And it was a race against the clock. Yeah, egg salad's good for like four sandwiches mm-hmm. if you're going every day. Mm-hmm. And then by the fifth day, you're like, I don't need egg salad for a, a little while. It's also something I never think to order at a at a restaurant, at a diner, or a deli. I don't, need them. I don't need them doing that. I can yeah. do that at home. Good what are you putting in Mix there? them up. Give that recipe. All right. Egg salad. Real simple. It's basic as hell. This is another, like most of my recipes, they're kind of a basic structure, and then mm-hmm. you can kind of get fancy and doctor it up however you see fit. Start with eight eggs. Boil, boil you up some eggs. Hard-boiled mm-hmm. eggs. We talked about that. Uh, put them in the water. Boil the water. As soon as the water starts boiling, take them off the heat. Leave them in the water for 12, 15 minutes. Then, boom, you got hard-boiled eggs. All right. Chop up them damn run, eggs. Run them under cold water. Run them under some cold water, yeah. But definitely take them off the heat. Some people, there's mixed things. Some people just leave it in the hot water because that's supposed to kind of bring up, cook it. Oh, okay. You know, but uh, there's mixed, but you figure out how to hard boil an egg. Uh, half a cup of mayo. We'll start with eight eggs. Half a cup of mayo. Do like a tablespoon of mustard. A lot of people will put yellow mustard on. Uh, yeah. I always, in any context, I always. Go for the brown or the spicy mustard. Really? I love brown spicy mustard over any other. Yeah. On a hot dog, whatever. Not that I dislike yellow mustard, but I just think the brown spicy mustard. I had jalapeno yellow mustard that I finished today on some food. That's interesting. (laughs) It's good stuff. It's out there. All right. Half cup of mayo, tablespoon of mustard, whatever you like. Uh, Quarter cup of chopped green onion. Get you like the little green onions, little little sticks, and chop them suckers up real real tight. Uh, Quarter teaspoon of paprika. If you want to go crazy, I always mm-hmm. like the smoked paprika. It's hard to find. Okay. Gives a little smoky thing. And then, uh, obviously, salt and pepper. And then, my little twist, I like to do a, uh, a chopped dill pickle. A little, little pickle relish action in there. Pickle relish? Yeah. I, go, I do pickle relish. Yeah, pickle <laughs> relish. So, yeah, you got your hard-boiled eggs, mayo, mustard, chopped green onions, salt, pepper, paprika, and a dill pickle chopped up. Let, just mash, just mix all that shit together. Let me ask you this. Do you... Uh, um, could you do the same recipe, but for macaroni salad? I would imagine you could. I love a macaroni yeah, salad. Yeah, I like a good macaroni salad. Oh, shit. I want macaroni salad right now. I like macaroni salad. Ruby Tuesday has good macaroni salad on their salad bar. I, you know what? I went to a Ruby Tuesday. I was all right with that salad bar. It's not bad at all. Not bad at all. a good salad bar. They put a lot of yeah. effort in the presentation. My sister visited. She was surprised she saw Sizzlers again. She thought they all went uh, the way of the buffalo. Had Sizzler. Which that phrase doesn't work because the buffalo came back tenfold. There's too many. <laughs> uh, if you want to add a little more texture in there, you could chop up uh, a little bit of really finely diced onion. And I know you won't like this, but also some finely diced celery. Ugh, fuck celery. You're not yeah. a celery guy. But uh, yeah, there's oh man, some good bread. Celery is like onion's boring cousin. Yeah, I get oh, it. I brought celery's fun. I brought. I get it. I mean onions. That's I'm, I'm, shit. I might I'd edit that out. That was so bad. Get some. Uh, I like sourdough bread. Get you some good sourdough bread. Toast that up, mm-hmm. and uh, then I'll put a little. Uh, get you a nice tomato. Get you a nice homegrown tomato. Okay. Slice that sucker up. <laughs> Rojo uh, Rojo Perez, very funny comic who was opening for me in in Jersey. We both went out to eat. We both got. I love a side of sliced tomato. Yeah. With salt and pepper on yeah, it. Yeah, we talked the, about that before. Yeah, it's the most like retired detective snack to have. Mm-hmm. Black coffee and sliced tomato. Yeah. I love a sliced tomato. I do too. Sliced tomato and then really thinly sliced red onion. You got you a nice egg salad sandwich with the egg salad, the tomato, the onion, the good bread. Boom. There you go. You're welcome. I'm hungry now. This recipe got me worked up. You're welcome. This recipe drove me to Flavortown. 
And that's the recipe, by the way. This recipe uh, not, pulled into my tummy's driveway. <laughs> not going to email it to you. Oh, okay. All right. Putting a putting a hard I just foot get, down. get a lot of that. Like putting a hard, yeah. Can you yeah? Just rewind it and yeah, write it down. Yeah, just yeah. I cut the, out the parts where I'm talking shit in there on celery. The biscuit recipe I told you to call because it was so detailed I couldn't give it out on the air. You know, I made that no, no, made yeah. that clear. But now I'm getting a lot of just hey, what was the thing? I, I just celery's listen. so bad that if I was a vampire, garlic wouldn't work. But celery, I'd be like, oh, I wouldn't fuck with you. Like I don't love celery, but it doesn't it doesn't offend no, me the way it offends loves you. Celery. I mean, I'll I'll put it on. I'll put some pimento cheese on a celery stick and eat that. Just eat the cheese. Just you know? eat the cheese with yeah. a spoon. It's a weed. It's it's a texture thing. That's a weed. Get that crunch. I do yeah. like the crunch of the celery. Crunch, but also what holds that crunch together? I don't know, some like uh, veiny horsehair. Ooh, yum. Oh, mm. oh, I can't get enough of that. Fucking disgusting. Uh, comic of the week? Comic of the week. Comic of the week. Uh, let's do Guy Branham. Guy Branham. You know Guy? I do know Guy. I like any guy who's named Guy. Guy. What's up, Guy? Guy Branham. Very funny dude. Based out of Los Angeles. You're a smart dude, too. Guy's one of those people like he intimidates me. Yeah, I'm afraid to speak around him because he's just gonna like, dude, you're yeah. so stupid. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I know, I'm sorry. But he's also a very loving man. <laughs> he's a very, he's very sweet kind. Guy. And whenever I think I'm being like, I don't think guy likes me. I get a hug uh, for no reason out of him. <laughs> and a damn good comic. Just one mm-hmm. of those comics that, um, like, it feels like when he's doing a set, like, oh, he could go for four hours and not, yeah, not and be fine. Smart, taking the world to task for its faults, mm-hmm. and. Uh, He's got uh, he's got a show coming out. Got a new show coming out April fifth on True TV. It's called uh, Talk Show the Game Show. Yeah, which that, I was on. I'm on an episode of that. It's are very, you? It's very fun. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and that's a show. That's a live show he's been doing for years. He'll he's do it at Nel, at Nerd Melt and other places, uh, but they've kind of. Um, Incorporated that and turned it into an actual TV show. So April fifth, True TV talk show, the game show. Also has a great album out. Uh, came out the same week my album came out. I remember that uh, called Effable, E F F A B L E. Effable play on words there because he's that's funny. He, he's and the effable. Co- the cover is very funny too. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing a cannonball in a pool full of hunks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so check out Guy Branham. That's B R A N U M. Guy Branham. And uh, check out talk show, the game show. That's our comic of the week. And I'm going to stay. Uh, I'm going to stay at a haunted hotel this weekend. So I'll report back on that. Uh, you got anything to plug for the week? This comes uh, out on the twenty seventh. Uh, I'll plug the Colorado shows again. So people are asking about that. Uh, April sixth, which is a Thursday, I'm in uh, Glenwood Springs, Colorado, Colorado, uh, doing the Glenwood Vaudeville Review. Yeah, I couldn't remember Glen, Glenwood Vaudeville Review. April sixth, April eighth, I'm in Denver at the Bluebird Public House, and April 9th, I'm in. Uh, where am I at? I'm in Boulder at the Bohemian Beer Garden. The Boulder. Ooh, that's a good show. Boulder show. I've yeah. done that show. It's yeah. a fun one. Every Sunday. It's a good show there. Oh, so yeah, Colorado folks, uh, holla at your boy. I'm going to be on uh, At Midnight Tournament of Champions on the 29th, which will be in a couple days. And then uh, you might be able to find us both at the Old 97 show on the 30th. Oh, yeah. Where they're, they're playing at the Fonda. Yeah. Same night Dwight Yoakam's playing. The, yeah. It's a hard, hard dilemma. Hard, hard pull. Which which honky tonk do I go see? Which gravy boat featured artist? Yeah. Oh yeah, new gravy choose. boat every Monday. Still putting those out. Recording it uh, in my van. Still. Only only podcast, or at least the only alt country podcast on the internet recorded in a minivan. Still talking over people's artistry. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Oh, by the way, it's the Boogie Monster with Kyle and Dave. I think I forgot to introduce that. So in case you were confused. <laughs> oh, I, I got to go inside. The Boogie Monster. Bye.